Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe show. Episode number two coming at you. Uh, I am Jim Sessions, and as always, I'm joined by... Joseph Sadler. That would be where we get the Joe part. The, the Joe the Joe part, the Joe half of the sh- Joe, Jim and Joe show. Yeah, and you know, considering in episode one, I did not say the name correctly <laughs> one time. I always said Joseph instead of Joe. Yes. So the correct name is Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe show. Yes, we had nobody log on to or, or anything to tune in to listen or whatever else because they kept looking for the Jim and Joseph <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, they, 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 they were looking for that. They are like, we don't want to listen to those guys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're back at it. Episode number two tonight. Uh, pretty excited about this. Uh, episode one went off pretty well, I thought. Yeah, I mean, it it uh, it was a long episode because we had a lot lot to cover. Well, and yeah. And we kind of dragged it on because me and you tend to ramble sometimes, but, you know, that's okay. People that know us are, have, have accepted us for that, and but uh, like I said, we had a lot to cover, and we, we we pretty much filled in, you know, everything from A to Z what, of what everything y'all had to go through last year, what everybody in the community, what everybody across the world went through, and uh, yeah. and stuff, and how we kind of were able to persevere and fight through it and have a lot of success. So, and when you're talking about divine success-wise and extracurricular stuff, hey, it's gonna take a while. Because we do pretty well around here. Uh, yeah, and you know, right off the bat, bringing that up, there was some successful stuff that happened uh, during the summer here. Uh, the Vine FCCLA competed at the not state level, national level. Oh wow! And uh, they did they did rather well here. Let me consult my cheat sheets, aka Facebook here. Uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, FCCLA kids at the national leadership conference. We had Analia, Andrea, and Caleb place fourth in the nation. Again, in the nation. Wow. Brian placed ninth. Karma and Kelly placed fourth. And then Caitlin Brightlin, uh, Brighton placed second overall in the nation at FCSCLA. And honestly, this, you know, it's, it's awesome. But these kids have been doing this mm-hmm. every single summer. So, you know, another another great thing to see that's coming out of Divine High School. Man, I mean, it, it seems like it never stops. Some of it's, you know, you know, on a way higher level than others, but in terms of talking about kids in divine that, that take time out of their, you know, own personal time, free time, whatever, to go and compete and do stuff and try to be the best at it, it seems like it never ends. Like, it's just an ongoing cycle. Well, and, yeah, so. and, and it is, and, and, you know, those FCCLA kids, uh, they put in a lot of time and effort into everything, and their sponsors, Madeline Steuben, uh, Steuben and Corey Page, uh, they put in the time as well, and it's right. great to see their hard work rewarded. Uh, they were supposed to go to Nashville for their national conference, uh-huh. and because of you know some of the COVID stuff and right. all that, still it was done remotely. But still, presenting remotely and finishing second in the nation, hey, <laughs> not bad. Not gonna not gonna diminish that at all. No, so. no, very proud of those kiddos, and congratulations, kids and sponsors. Right. Uh, that's just super news coming out of Divine High School. Right. So and moving along with from that. You know, we're going to today we actually have a, a special guest that's going to join us on the show here in a little bit. And uh, it's our very first yes. live guest that yes. we've had on the, on, the, on the podcast. So that's exciting. That's, uh, you know, something that that uh, we're have been excited about since last week, since we've been kind of game planning for it. And, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're yeah. going to we're going to throw it out there, see if it happens, see what happens. Yep. So hopefully and, uh, we make it work. And he's definitely one of those guys that that he, he's a local person, so he kind of he kind of knows about you know kids you know being successful doing extracurricular activities, um, you know, and you know before I you know full on barrage him with insults, um, I'm going to talk good about him. Yeah. But uh, 
I but, think that's a plus. Yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll have another guest. <laughs> yeah, in the future. maybe we'll have another guest, and maybe we'll even get him back at a yeah, later date. So yeah. we can't we can't run him off just yet. But but uh, he was a guy that had a lot of success here locally, and 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 achieved it by hard work and and stuff and and, and focus and everything else. Whenever he could have been going out and doing you know who knows what, and uh, and and actually took those achievements on to the to the next level and and competed in college in college sports playing football. At a, at a junior college and then actually went from a junior college to a D1 school, you know, and, and continued to work hard and have success and stuff. So I think he's, he was able to experience all that, kind of knows what it takes to, to, to achieve those kind of things. And we're lucky enough that he eventually was able to come back here and now he's, he's you know, using that knowledge to get it across to the, guy, to the kids. And like me and you have talked about before, we're seeing more and more kids go to the next level now. Yeah. You know, because I think – and. It, part of it is because the the kids that go to the next level that play for him kind of learn that kind of work ethic and dedication to where they can go to the next level and compete in whatever sport it may be. Yeah, that's for sure. So. I, you know, it's awesome. I'm glad Troy showed up. Oh, wait, it's not Troy Tuttle, my bad. I, hey, that's another guy that's, you know, very, very successful. And, and, <laughs> he is. You know, he is. No. One day we may it actually is. have enough courage to have him on here. It, so That's true. Uh, it is a classmate of Troy Tuttle's, though. Yes. The class of 1991. Yes. Yeah, I think they were running buddies, to tell you the truth. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, uh, without further ado, uh, we're going to we're going to let uh, Paul, uh, Coach Gomez, join us here. And uh, and uh, you see how we you see how we just yeah. let you join us. Here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're, we're, we're well, pleased to have Coach well, Gomez. We, we got to let him talk. We're, yes, we're, we're actually we're, we're, we are we're very we are pleased, pleased to welcome we're, him. And, and, and we're, we're glad he decided to join us. And we're going to let him kind of uh, introduce himself and and uh, and then the, let the fun begin. Uh, OK, go for it. Chief. It's kind of scary when you start saying let the fun begin. I, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm, you know. Do you think you're? Do you think you're possibly walking into I a might, trap? Yeah, it might be a little some project or something. You guys got to take care I think, of. I think a lot of podcasts get canceled after the second episode. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're shooting for here. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Paul, we're we're not gonna lie. Uh, we feel like we're going down fast, and we wanted to take you with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let's let's try well, to do maybe like a, a proper introduction here. Yeah. Head football coach for the Divine yeah. Warhorses. Former Divine Warhorse himself, yes, Paul Gomez. Welcome, Paul, to the Talking Shop, yeah. the Jim and Joe Show. There you go. Well, yeah. thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Oh man, Absolutely. we we uh we're excited to have you on here. Like like we were saying, I know we were joking around, but we are excited to have you as our first guest here. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Well, whenever we were talking and we kind of said, hey, you know, let's 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 go ahead and jump into it. Let's get somebody. Let's get a guest in. You know, after last weekend's day, we we kind of said. Okay, this is what went good. This is what went, you know. This is what we want to do better. So let's let's interject a, a third person in that that'll bring in some energy and, and a different voice. And I figured with the the background that you and I have with 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 Coach Gomez, knowing him for as many years as we are, we let him come in here and I mean, hell, we can all beat each other up. So you know, <laughs> so, yeah, that, so. <laughs> that's going to encourage people to listen. And, and like nobody's going to want to be our next guest, but that's so. okay. That's no, cool. we'll just bring in somebody else yeah. that we know that we can. Well, you know, it's so. like I say in all my broadcasts: uh, when when there's less that I have to talk, that's exactly. usually better. So having a third exactly. person here is a good thing. So. <laughs> but anyways, uh, you know, Paul, I kind of gave a very you know general introduction, you know, about you and a little yeah. bit of your background. Um, you know, why don't you give us a little bit more detailed, you know, background? Well, I mean, you know, I'm glad to be here. Um, you know, uh, as the head football coach for Divine, 
obviously this is where I graduated from. And uh, anytime somebody can go back to where they, they graduated from and try to, <clears throat> you know, help out the kids like, like our teachers and our coaches helped us out and, 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 mm -hmm. and gave us and paved the way for us to, to, to do what we wanted to do uh, in our career, in our careers, you know, I just, you know, it's, it's just a blessing for me to be able to be here. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's pretty cool because I, I, since I'm, I'm probably about seven or eight years, I've been teaching and coaching either ex, uh, you know, teammates or, uh, people that I've gone to school with or, or now since we're getting old or I'm getting old. <laughs> You know, I'm getting kids of, of, of people that I've that I've taught and coached. And, yeah. and that's just that's the fun part. You know, there's <clears throat> it's not always fun. Um, it's a stressful. Sometimes it's stressful, but those uh, make it worth a while. You know, just yeah. just being there for and, and, and no and being able to teach, uh, you know, uh, a son uh, or a daughter of somebody that you've uh, taught is just is pretty cool. Yeah. Right. Pretty, pretty crazy getting into that second generation. Yeah, it? it is. Yeah, you I've, know. I've pretty much determined that I really don't want to be around for the third generation. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see where that goes. Y'all are talking way above my head because I'm way younger than you. You're a young so, oh, yes. so I, yes. I have no idea what that you're, feels like. You're so. just a spring yeah. chicken. For, yes. for those that Absolutely. don't know, Chief, we're going to have to – I'm going to throw you under the bus here, okay. Paul. Chief is going to be in his late 40s. I'm still mid-40s, <laughs> as is Chief. Joseph. You <laughs> You are wrong. You're so no, wrong about that. I've already explained that to you, and I'm not going to budge, Jim. I say 43 to 47 is mid-40s. Therefore, we're both mid-40s. <laughs> no, Don't you, say, you think, Paul? No, you say 43 to 50 is like early 40s. And then, so, but anyways, back on topic because I'm tired of his lies. So, um, but, so you moved to Divine when? Oh man, I, I moved to here uh, towards the end of my eighth grade year. We, you know, I live, we lived in, in uh, the uh, DFW area, a place called Red Oak, Texas, mm -hmm. and uh, but I obviously I, I I had gone to school in Divine before. Right. Uh, I was in school here when I was in first grade, and then I was in school here whenever I was in third grade. My mom's uh, side of the family lived uh, in Divine or around the area. My dad's side of the family lived up in the DFW area, so we kind of just went back and forth wherever Dad could find. Uh, find a construction job and stuff like that. And, right. and that's why we kind of, you know, moved quite a bit. Right. But yeah, that's how I ended up back over here. You know, the, maybe it was the last week of eighth grade. So I was able to, you know, uh, go to school in divine and participate and, and be a war horse starting my freshman year. Right. Okay. Um, did you make any kind of impact whenever you started playing? Well, I mean, it just <laughs> learning, you know, just, just kind of, you know, getting to know, you know, some of the guys that I've known before. And then, mm -hmm. and then, and then also knowing, you know, obviously like your brother and, and, and a couple other, other guys that, that moved in after my third grade year. So right. I, yeah. I didn't know them. So, uh, you know, knowing, you know, getting to know uh, everybody around and, and, and just kind of forming a bond, especially, um, you know, participating in, in, in UIL activities and, and, and just trying to be, um, you know, I always wanted to, to go to school in a smaller town. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to, um, you know, participate in athletics and, and that, 
you know, I, 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 a lot of, I grew up a lot in the big town, you know, I grew up a lot in around Dallas and, and Fort Worth and, and, uh, I'm just not a big city guy, you know, I, I, I've never been that type of guy. And so when this opportunity came about, you know, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the kids, a lot of my ex-teammates up up north, you know, were like, man, you know, you're going to go down to a smaller school. You're not going right. to get looked at it enough. You you want to go play college sports and then, you know, here you could do it. And, and right. I, I was, you know, yeah, everybody says that, you know, the smaller schools don't get recognized and stuff like that. But, um you know, you can you can you can make that happen as long as you you don't give up on your dreams and you don't give up on on your goals. Um, right. You you can make it happen. Doesn't matter where what school or what town or whatever you're in. So I, I just right. I didn't believe that right off the bat. I, I wanted to be, you know, it was it, it was a blessing that we we had the opportunity to move down here, and uh, it just felt like home to me. Right. No. I mean, I, I mean, I. Again, let me stress the fact that I was way younger, so I, you know, I don't yeah, yeah, know all yeah, this yeah. stuff, you know, you know, by memory. But, you know, being around and kind of growing up, you know, and and, and seeing you guys, you know, in, up in front of me, it seemed like you kind of hit the ground running. I mean, you know, when starting football your freshman year and and getting it right in there, and I, I think pretty much you probably never came off the field. And uh, but it wasn't just it wasn't just football. I mean, you were in everything. You right, played, you you participated in every sport. Yeah, and my yeah, my freshman year, I I, I played football, basketball, track, um, played track. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't run track, but I threw track. I guess <laughs> you could say, uh, baseball. Um, yeah, I did I did those sports, you know, and that was right. that was one of the things that I kind of enjoyed. I've always enjoyed, you know, doing all kinds of sports, and 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 to this day, you know, I'm a big fan. I like to go when when my season's over with. You know, I, I I like to go watch the girls and the guys mm-hmm. play in the basketball and compete and and baseball and softball. You know, I, I don't now with kids. It's in the springtime. It's kind of hard to, yeah, for me to see a lot of the the softball games um, before we used to watch quite a bit. You know, and I miss out. You know, we miss out on some things because of work and because of other things being being parents, but. I've always been a multi-sport guy, and I've always believed that you know kids should go out there and compete in mm-hmm. all, as many sports as possible. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of why I, I was able to do that here. Well, right. I, I think that's the 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 best one of the best things about being at a small school yeah. like Divine is we're still small enough that we need I mean we need kids to yeah. participate in yes. multiple sports, and kids are able to do that. If you're going to a big school. They're probably telling you, "Hey, man, you're you're football and maybe baseball." Yeah, concentrate on one sport, right? You know, because there's a lot of talent out here, right? And uh, if you're if right. you're passionate about something, you better go for it, you know. And and uh, around here, it's not. That's just not how it is. Um, you know, here we all need each other. All we were talking about this the, uh, just the other day with Coach Quiz when we we're doing some interviews. You know, we're like. You know, our best kids are sometimes always going to be Coach Eads' best kids in basketball, and right. they're going to be Coach Via's best kids in in in, in baseball and, and track. You know, and so it's kind of one of those things where, where uh, you know, and then you start involving golf and and then tennis, and it's it's something that we you know, if they're good at it, go let them go do it. Let them let them go right. create those memories, man, because yeah. 
you know, once you're done, you're done. We all know that. Yeah. We can't take it. We can't go back. And yeah, right. yeah, we weekend warrior stuff is a little bit different than playing for your school and having divine across your chest. You Correct. Know? Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we played a lot of weekend warrior basketball games. Mm-hmm. In fact, I thought Chief was going to fight me one time uh, in one well, of those games. But well, you were you were kind of bullying him. Well, well he was doing something called pump fake. That's not, see right there. That's being a bully. Yeah, wow. and 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 I'm like Jimbo, man. You can score on me all night long, but don't <laughs> pump fake me, man. Because I'm jumping up and I'm looking silly because I'm trying to swat with my credit card vertical, and Jimbo's just pump faking and driving right by me, man. And so I was like, well, so not only not only were you scoring on him, you were hurting his feelings. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's like, what have I done to you? I'm like, <laughs> score, man. You can score all you want. That's yeah. fine. Just don't pump. I me. I personally remember him talking trash to you and everything. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So. I was a big trash talker well, back I mean, in the day. You know, yeah. So, besides in your face, what a disgrace. Yeah. You know, that was about the, as much trash talk as there was. But I'll tell you what, though, man, with 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 the, with the AC off and and uh, and the hot gym playing full court, man, that's that's probably one of the best uh, workouts that I've ever had. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, looking at me, you wouldn't realize that I used to do that. Kind of <laughs> kind of like if you look at me now, you don't think I was a shortstop when you were the third baseman for exactly. the Warriors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, yes. it, it was. It was good exercise for us. Well, we covered a lot of ground there. <laughs> we did, or at least our shadows did. Yes, that's, that's for sure, as, as Sambo Ramirez said. So, yeah. But uh, but uh, still uh, getting back to uh, that, you know, you're you're, you know, being in in high school and stuff. Uh, you know, you played a lot of sports. You had a lot of success. You know, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I think that that's where you kind of started, even without maybe <clears throat> knowing at the time. You started kind of putting together your philosophy on how to approach things right you know how to approach different sports yes. you know in terms of the mental part of it yes you know because you know it's not like you it's not like you left a a a big renowned program and then went to a you know division one you know correct you know, five-star program i mean you know yeah. you left there you went to another small town yeah uh, ranger junior college right and and in a tough you know you got to <laughs> really really like football yeah to to go to uh, junior college like that. Well, yeah, because you know? I mean, you're playing in stadiums. Sometimes they're smaller than what you played in high school. And, and correct. Maybe. The talent was crazy. Yeah. Not divine at the time. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, like you know, maybe a hundred people in stands. Sometimes yeah. it just yeah. depends, yeah. you know. And, and and then that's the crazy thing that the talent was just so crazy compared to the stadiums that were involved. You right. Know, you, when you're out there and you're seeing uh, the kind of talent that was out there, and then you know, a year or two later. Um, maybe the next year, you know, this guy that you played against is, is mm-hmm. starting for A and M, and and this guy is starting for for USC, and this yeah. guy is starting for all of these teams. <laughs> and you're like, man, you you know, you sit back and and, and I, I talk to some of my junior college uh, teammates sometimes, like, man, can you believe how much talent was around us and that we played against? Mm-hmm. When you start looking at where those guys signed, and right. so I mean, it, it was it was definitely a hard. It was hard for me, yeah. You know, because you know, being in a, there's, there's just, it was just a lot of, a lot of things that we had to endure, uh, in, in that. But it made you better. It yeah. made me better. And and you know, I, 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 I really uh, think a lot of the, of the uh, success that I had once I left there was because of, of of what we went through there at Ranger. Well, yeah, and and kind of going along with the theme of that, if I remember correctly, again. You know, feel free to stop me or correct me, whatever else. But uh, you went up there 
to play a different position than what you wound up even playing. So you kind of yes. had to go and, and learn. You tried to learn. You did the position they recruited you. Right. And then it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, if you're going to get on the field, you're going to have to do it like this. And right. so you got to turn around and change your mindset and 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 kind of you know become a sponge and yeah. and and learn the offensive side because you went as a defensive lineman, right? Correct. Yeah, I, um, went, I went. I was recruited on defense. You know, I, I love defense, um, but you know, you kind of find your niche when you go. You know, because when you when you go up there, of course, you're you're playing against everybody's stud in, in at their town. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I wasn't running a, I wasn't I wasn't two two seventy two eighty running a, a four, a four eight or you know I, I, and so I would you know I I could beat my opponent run and then I just just I just feel air as the running backs went by yeah. it, was, it was just a little fast for me, at the time right um, and then come spring you know the coach says hey. What do you think about moving moving you to to offense? He says, I want you to have the same mentality that you have on defense. Just move it over to offense. That way, you know where you, what you're doing and and where you're going, and see what happens. And and that was the best thing that could happen to me. You know, I I got I got on that, and I just felt right at home. Um, you know, on the offensive line, and and everything just got better after that. Now right. I got a quick question. So you went to Ranger Junior College. So you're talking two years. Of this. Correct. So yes. you you play your first season defense, and then all of a sudden you switch. Right. After one year, after one season, mm-hmm. you're going into it. So I mean, that's kind of a risky switch there. Yes. If you're trying to get to the next level or, or continue playing. Yeah. Well, that that spring, like I said, that spring helped out a bunch, you know, because I, you know, obviously, I was a third team defensive tackle at the time during the season. And in spring, I I just went over and I caught on so quick that I was a starting tackle because okay. at at that point. Uh, at that, our offense was we were a triple option wishbone, um, and uh, Coach Krausen uh, was our coach at the time, and he um, he he his philosophy was your bigger uh, kids are going to be in the middle, your 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 quicker pulling type guys are going to be at your tackles. You know that we did a lot of veer blocking, but we also like the tackles pulled quite a bit, you know, on on certain option plays or certain right. counter plays, and and so it, it was it was a little different, you know, you know our our center was about three sixty, um, you know our right guard was three seventy and our left guard was three fifty five, so we were big, you know, right. and right. and and I yeah I was the the smaller one at sitting around two eighty five, and then an, um. Uh, the, another uh, tackle, the other Samoan was sitting around 290. So it was okay. just it was a it was a different type of philosophy. But the guy had a lot of success. And right. So uh, you know, just just going over that, and then you know, actually getting recruited and 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 going and playing up in Kentucky was just it was by chance. You know, our, right. our the coach Coach Dameron, Kim Dameron, who who was a great athlete and played for University of Arkansas, came by and. I happened – the only reason why I got noticed, man, I, he was watching our film from the week before. And uh, we, we ran an option play, and I'm – you know, of course, I'm the backside tackle, so I'm supposed to go pick up trash. So I hauled I hauled Bud out there towards where the play was going, and he pitched it late. And when he pitched it late, the guy hit the corner, and there was a, a linebacker coming at him, and I kind of peeled back. And I and I popped that dude, and I, and I, I mean, that was a great shot. You know, I, I laid him completely <laughs> out. And we scored, and they called a they called a penalty on me. Yeah, for you know, 
Well, unnecessary roughness. I mean, it, it would be for sure in today's game. Yes, yeah. but back then it <laughs> yeah. wasn't. It wasn't yeah. called. You know, back then you're like, yeah. that's a great play, and so um, they called a flag on me, and you know, obviously we scored, but they moved it back, and he, and, he, and he's like, you know, I just remember Coach Dammer saying, they called a flag on that. That's stupid. You yeah. know, he's like, man, he said that that guy's a real go getter. You know, he's he's a headhunter. You know, yeah. uh, you know who is he? And then one of the guys says, well, that's Chief. You know, Chief's right over in the corner watching film. With, and so that from then on, you know, Coach Jammer got a hold of me, and, and I went and took a recruiting trip over there to um, to Kentucky, and then that's all she wrote, you know, because I, yeah. I was kind of headed to to Texas State. At the yeah. time, it was Southwest Texas, you know. Yeah. I, had, I had friends over there, and my parent, it was close to my parents, and, you know, uh, one it took one weekend to see the, the type of coaches and, and – and, and men, actually, you know, because yeah. they're, they're, they're better men. There were great coaches, but there, was, there were even better men in it. Right. And so just being there, you know, I, I knew I was going to go there. And uh, and that was it, man. You know, mm-hmm. that's what happened. No, and, and, and that's that's what I think is kind of uh, unique is, you know, all of us do it. I mean, all of us, you know, in different stages of our life, you know, you know going through and stuff. We meet different people. We have different roles and jobs and stuff, and that's what that what that's what shapes you know our philosophy in 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 our profession and also in life. And I think that you were lucky enough to, you know, already kind of have that 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 mentality of you know take your lunch pill to work with you right. as a kid when you played, and then getting with coaches that 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 had the same mentality and 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 knew a little bit more at the time, and then they they took the knowledge you had and added more to it yeah and it and helped you shape you know your you know you're basically like your your career your college career and then also now transitioning into passing it along right. so well i mean that's that's you know that's the thing and that's that's why you know you know with buddy with with the guys that are going out and playing ball right now that mm-hmm. that, that has a chance to go play college football you know with with buddy and, and mason and and justin and big john and and uh and gerlock you know you know, you just can't you you can't be satisfied with somebody telling you that maybe you shouldn't be here or you shouldn't yeah. be there. You know, because I've told them I told them a story a hundred times. I was told plenty of times that I I was not Division Two. Yeah. You know, football material, much less Division One. Yeah. You know, and and my only shot was was maybe I could make a Division Three. Uh, I know whenever I went to um, Angelo State. And and the coach says that you know, I, I didn't have it. I didn't have right. that talent to to play Division Two. <laughs> you know, Brian. They really wanted Brian at the time. Right. Um, and it, it's one of those things where you just you get that in your gut, you know, and you just go try to you know prove people wrong, and 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 never stop believing in yourself. And that's kind of what I've told them. I said just don't stop believing because there's going to be times where they're going to want to quit because I did. Yeah. There's going to be times when they're going to want to go home because maybe hey football's not for you. Um, but if they just keep believing in themselves and, and, and not quit and just, just continue to fight and continue to, to, to pound the rock, mm-hmm. you know, eventually you're going to break through. And uh, so, I mean, that's kind of what I've been telling those guys because, you know, a lot of us, uh, you know, that, that, that have been at Divine and have gone to go play some type of college sports have all gone through the same thing. Oh, yeah. You know? it, it's, it's not supposed to be. As easy as high school, just mm-hmm. like, just like 
high school is harder than junior high. Right. You know, I mean, it, it, every stage is, is, is a little bit tougher in certain aspects and you have to keep growing the mental part of it as well as the physical part of it. And you're always going to get people tell you that you can't, you can't do oh, that. Yeah. You know, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're from a small day. You're not going to go do nothing. You know, you need to, you need to go to school and just concentrate on, yeah. on you know, Maybe maybe you should have gone and played baseball. <laughs> yeah, I mean something. Yeah. You know, you're, you're always going to get that, and that's what I try to tell these kids not to, not to listen to that. You know, stay stay within themselves and and believe in themselves and and, and go out and just just keep grinding. And I'm, I'm I'm praying that all of them do that. I know a few left, and and the other few will be leaving here in the mm-hmm. next few weeks. And and uh, you know, we're 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 praying that those guys stick with it and and keep keep on fighting. And and and, and one day we'll we'll be able to see them starting on, on the field, you know, for their, for their universities. Right. Well, and it's kind of like you were just talking about, they, they get to that spot and it could be just that one play. Yeah. Like you were talking about exactly. that mm-hmm. one play might mm-hmm. be something that someone catches an interest in and Hey, that could change your life. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. Yeah, I, Paul, I mean, just think how, how, how none of that would have happened if, if, uh, if they, if he was watching that one play and you were over there being lazy, yeah. so, you know, <laughs> Yeah, well, like you did against Cole. No, so. that's a lie. <laughs> so. The only one that believes that is Brian Bentley and, and you, because yeah. you uh, you drink the Kool Aid. Well, I mean, whether I believe it or not, it's secondary. It's a chance to rag on you, so I jump <laughs> at it. So I jump at it. So, so, um, but, anyways, man. So that kind of brings us to where you know you you finished a college career. You accomplished way more than way more than what than what uh you know, you thought maybe other people thought whatever else, but you, but you were able to accomplish it and you decided to take that and start passing it on to younger kids, right. you know, the kids. Because and so. here's the thing, you know, and here's just life that hits you in the face. You know, if I don't go get a football scholarship, I probably don't get a college education. Yeah. You know? Right. And that was, that was something that scared the the dog out of me, yeah. you know? And so I didn't care where I was going to go. Uh, if they were going to give me an, uh, if they were going to give me an opportunity and grant me some education, I was going to go do everything I could. Absolutely. You know, it didn't matter if it was division three and, and you know, I was a little smart um, that they were going to give me maybe some type of a academic scholarship. You know, I didn't care. I wanted my school paid for because I knew that's the only way that I would get an education. Right. And, uh, you know, when, when, when that stuff, when, when that reality kind of hits you there, it, it, it just gives you a, a little extra, mm-hmm. um, little extra, little motivation, little motivation. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what, that's why I'm hoping all these guys do well. Well, and that's, that's something too, that shouldn't be overlooked. And that actually goes for two people at this table and neither one are named Joseph, but, uh, Y'all, y'all both were very successful in multi-sports, and, but y'all were also scholar-athletes. Y'all both, y'all both had uh, grades good enough that were going to get y'all into a lot of places. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, I, that's, we always tell that to the kids, yeah. you know, starting their freshman year, it counts, mm-hmm. you know, and it does not – this whole grade stuff, it does not start when you're a junior. You yeah. have to get your GPA up, and you have to continue to do your academic stuff yep. um, to even have a chance, mm-hmm. you know. So, so yeah, uh, back back in the day when Dad was the AP at the high school, he said he had some coaches come in one time and said, "Hey, we, you know, we want to look at the academic files of so and so." 
-hmm. before they even made it to the athletic office they go and pull the files and they look and they're like okay we've seen enough things yeah you know so yeah yeah, it matters it does i mean it does both both my nephews went and played college football and they're the first ones that 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 will talk to ty or whoever will listen they would talk to jenna whenever she was up there they said you know yeah we both went and played you know we both enjoyed doing what we were doing where we were at but we did have doors shut on us because we didn't take care of business you know and you know and jacob would say all the time he tells ty all the time you know he's like hey i was academic all district every six weeks and everything my last two years but it still did not make up for the laziness i had my freshman and sophomore year so well, don't so in terms of saying what you were saying yeah. about, it counts as from day one when you step on the campus as a freshman well you know, it's, it counts and and the other part of that is when you get to the next level you're now playing football or whatever sport you're playing putting in all the hours there, which is considerably more than high school is what I'm thinking you're doing. And now you're taking 12, 15 hours of classwork, which Mm -hmm. is completely different than what you went through in high school. Yeah. So time management and things like that. So it's, it's important to have good study habits going forward. It definitely is, you know, and and it's, it, it gets tougher and it's supposed to get tougher. You know, it's supposed to get tougher from junior high to, to high school, from high school to college. It's supposed to get tougher. That's just part of making you, uh, you know, uh, a man or, or a woman and, 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 and being able to have some type of, of success in your career, you know, that mm-hmm. stuff is meant to be like that. It's, yep. You know, yep. you have goals and you have to go and try to try to reach them. You know, that, that's the best you can do. Well, and I think the other part of that is you have your goals, you want to reach them. And then you have to deal with the adversity that comes when you don't reach that goal, yeah. or at least in the time frame that you're wanting right. to do it, or right. or when you know you get the curveball thrown to you. Yeah, like Chief used to have a wicked curveball back in the day <laughs> uh, yes, when he was asked, on the mound. Just asked White Side. Yeah, so. but, but yeah, uh, you're, you're going to get that. So you know you you've got to have that toughness and that discipline yeah. to, to fight through that too. Yeah. But was it as good a curveball as what Jesse Garcia threw you whenever you were playing first base? You know, pitching? you know that was that was tough. I mean, I, I knew when Jesse got that comebacker and had a big smile on his face, something was coming. I did not know he was throwing me a curveball at first base, which I did not catch. And I think two runs scored uh, was not good. And I got yelled at, of yes. course, and yes. rightfully so. I mean, I, did, I was the one that yes. didn't catch the ball. Yeah, so. But, all right, well, let's let's jump ahead a little bit. I mean, you know, you got into the coaching profession. You came back here. You were in Pearsall for, I think, a year. One year, yes. And then you came to Divine. You were assistant for numerous years on some really successful teams mm-hmm. as well. Tell us about the day that it was brought to your attention that, 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 that they were thinking about making you the, the head coach and what went through your mind. Right. No, so. it's just, you know, it's a great opportunity, you know, uh, through the years, you know, um, you know, every, every, every year you coach every situation that you're in, you know, whether, you know, whether you had a run, you know, um, in the playoffs or, or you didn't, you know, every, every, every kid that you coach, every moment that you coach kind of, uh, kind of helps you become a better coach every year mm-hmm. and every year, you know, and you, you, you do that to prepare yourself for moments like this. Um, you know, and when an opportunity comes about, um, you know, you as, as, as a coach, you feel like you've prepared yourself for this, for this time, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and, and, and that was kind of how I felt, you know, I, I, we, we, we've, we'd had some really, really good, good seasons and some, some good years in divine with some really good athletes, uh, that, that don't come around 
you know, very often. Mm-hmm. And those are special, special, special years, you know. I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, but even the years where where we didn't, you know, maybe we just won one round mm-hmm. or, or, or we lost in the first round um, early on, you know, um, you still remember those guys and you learn a lot from your players, you know. And it's just all of that kind of just – it just gives you armor um, – you know, on, 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 on this type of profession, yeah. Uh, you know, to, to try to be to try to be the, the best coach that you can. And, you know, when an opportunity like that comes about, you know, you, you can't help but um, be excited about it. Right. Right. Um, and I mean, yeah, you, you play. I mean, you coached. Not only did you coach some really successful teams that made some some, you know, long runs. In, in you know in, in football in the playoffs and stuff, but you also had the opportunity to coach for the two most winningest coaches, you know, in the in right. divine in divine warhorse football you know history. I mean, right. with with Dean uh, first, and then Quiz actually passing him up, and you were on both those staffs. Right. So you kind of knew the expectations of what was from you, of what was going to be expected of you of your of your assistant coaches of the players yeah. you know and what the and what the community was going to be expecting you to do right right so yeah i mean so i mean i well, from the outside looking in it's right. like you know if anybody's ready for this it's it's you yeah so you know yeah and, and you know you don't ever you're never gonna you don't ever know what what things are going to be thrown at you you know yes. and and obviously my first couple years oh man talk about <laughs> You know, talk about some bad stuff happening. Talk about curveballs, balls, huh? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the the amount of injuries that we had uh, those first couple of years. Oh yeah. Which which you know it was tough on a coach to try to explain to players that have worked so hard, um, <clears throat> and 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 so many bad things would happen to them. You know that that was it was a tough it was a tough time for us. But man. Uh, when I see those guys today, you know, I, it, it just, it makes me happy just to see them and, and, and give them a hug and stuff because they, they didn't quit on me and they right. didn't quit on all our coaches. Um, and, and, you know, we always told them we were never going to quit on them as much as, you know, you know, heck, losing, you know, you lose your star running back and then you lose your, your backup and then you lose <laughs> a lineman and you lose a linebacker and then just, it just kind of flowed on and on. And here we are, you know, playing Somerset. With you know maybe like eighteen kids on on the field, and 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 eleven or twelve suited up in jeans and and, and boots because they're not playing. Uh, yeah. um, it, it was it was it was tough. It was tough. You know us us having to to um, to cut having three teams and now having two because we had to move a bunch of kids up to varsity because of of all oh. of the injuries and stuff. And you know it was yeah. it was definitely. Uh, it was definitely tough times, but man, I, I'm 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 not I'm not upset or or, or uh, I'm just not upset that 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 those situations yeah. happened because we learned a lot about ourselves and uh, and our coaching staff learned a lot um, from those kids. Um, you know, just about believing and and you know, whenever you have that kind of bond. You know, coaching. Yeah, you're 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 judged by your wins and your losses, man. But the, the effects that those 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 kids, you know, made on us, and 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 hopefully uh, we 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 made some type of of uh, 
you know, we, we've helped them out a, l- a little bit for, for life, for life's lessons, man. That's, that's to me, that's important. Right. Right. Um, so, I mean, unless, unless Jimbo, unless you have anything you want to interject, I mean, that kind of brings us to today, Yeah. you know, like up to this point, right. you know, and stuff. And, uh, um, we just want to, you know, maybe fire off some questions to you and, and, yeah. and, and you can let us know and, and, uh, and let the, you know, the, the listeners know, you know, last year ends, you know, and, and y'all had a good year. Y'all were in the playoffs again. Y'all right there at the end. Y'all lost a heartbreaker, mm-hmm. you know, right there. Uh, now you come back and you're losing, I think, three out of five linemen or four? Three. Three, three out of five linemen. And then a lot of offense. A lot of rushing yards right. in the backfield with two right. guys, you know, going going and playing at the next level. You're losing your number one receiver, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. Uh, but like always in Divine, you're not expected to rebuild. You're expected just to reload and keep on going. Correct. So, uh, what do we as as viewers and fans? Uh, what do we have to look forward to? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's how we feel. That's how we feel as a staff, and I think that that's how our kids feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think they're gonna, they're thinking, you know, man, when we lost these guys and we lost these guys, we're not going to be we're not going to be as good as we were. We learned a lot from those guys. Yeah. You know, we learned uh, the other linemen that were behind, you know, Big John and Jeffrey and and Aaron and, um, you know, the, the, the guys that were behind Justin, the guys were behind Buddy, you know, the the the, the backup receiver that was behind Mason, uh, you know, our backup defensive ends behind Christian. Yeah. Um, it's just we learn a lot from those guys mm-hmm. and uh, and Colin, you know, Colin, who, who um, the, you know, gave everything he had. You know, he yeah. wasn't the most he, he wasn't the fastest, biggest kid, but man, he had some heart and yep. just everything, everything that those seniors gave. Um, I think our kids have kind of have taken that and, and ran with it. Right. And, and they don't feel like it's a rebuilding year. They feel like they're they're ready, you know, losing Justin early on. Um, yeah. allowed us to p- play a lot of younger kids. And, um, you know, it's just the mentality that we've had this in the spring and then even in the summer with, with, with our lifting. And, and I just it's, – it's really, really – it's a positive, positive thing. The kids are positive. Um, the parents are, are supportive. And, and it's just I, – I, I mean, I'm really excited about what's going to happen this year. Um, nobody's expecting us to do anything. Um, because they're assuming that we've lost a lot, but I, I really, I really have a good feeling about these kids. You know, they're really close. They hang out with each other. Um, they're there. Um, you know, won't, when when we're working, you know, heck, we we've been working. You know, we we started eight thirty in the morning, and they and they do their running and lifting. You know, from eight thirty to ten, and then mm-hmm. they have football from ten to eleven, and then they have baseball after that, and then they have basketball after that and so there's a there's a lot of drill work that the uil has allowed us to do and these kids are in there and they're working right and they're wanting to get better yeah and and just that that's just man it's contagious yeah because even our younger kids you know we we've got junior high kids that are watching these kids work and and they're they're excited about it and uh you know we we've got some incoming freshmen that are that are out there going against some of the varsity guys when we're doing our seven on seven things mm-hmm. and and offensive line drills, Coach Rochama has them all out there, you know, from junior high all the way to high school, and they're all doing their drills together. And then it's just it's just a really really positive feel. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and there's not any negativity out there uh, between players. Um, right. There's nobody that thinks they're any better than anybody else. It's just really, it's been really, really positive, and and I'm just, I'm, we're excited about what's going to happen. You know, right? You know, the other the other day I was in the weight room finishing up. We, we have the girls lifting while the boys were out doing football, and Coach Rotrammel brought some of his linemen in to do some lineman drills in the in the part of the field house that wasn't or the weight room that wasn't being used and uh you could see he had all different levels he had the starters down to some of the, i guess middle school kids yes yes we had and, and you could see those those ones that you have they were there and they were coaching up the younger kids while right. they're at the end of the line right. and awesome. you know to me when you get to a program where You've got kids bought in, and then they're trying to teach the people behind them, and the, and the kid, the middle school kids coming up. That's where you're going to start seeing a lot of improvement. Right. You're going to see yeah. a, a, the buy-in. Those kids are setting that example. Those younger kids are seeing it, and I think that really speaks well for for where your program yeah. is going. Yeah. I'm, I'm. We're excited, man. We're we're ready to get to work, I and mean, we've been working. And just like you, Jimbo. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the UIL allows us to do something. We're going to take advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to give us this time. Uh, we, we dang sure going to take advantage of it. If it's going to help our kids uh, grow, then we're going to do the best we can with it. So, okay. I, I think that's I think that's a plus. And I mean, you know, the other part of that is Joseph and I talked about this. Other schools are doing the same thing. So I mean, it, yeah, it's something that you you do and you take advantage of it. I know we always wish there were more kids there, right? But I think the key to the summers is we're working with the kids that are there. Yeah, and exactly. you know, I think it's been a good turnout. And it's exciting, and, and it's really making me get excited for this coming school year. Yeah, it just it gives you a little bit of, of of extra drive, you know, because you see that dedication, you know, and and you you as a coach want to do the best that you can, uh, you know, for these kids for the season, you right. know, and in whatever sport they play. Right. Well, and and I've I've mentioned this to to Jim, and I mean, and I'm sure you you feel the same way. Really, this this summer program that y'all do, like two things stand out to me, is these kids coming into the program, these junior high kids and the kids that are coming from eighth to ninth grade, they get out there, they get in front of you, and they get in front of you. You know, both y'all are head coaches of, of, of tier one sports, and they learn really fast what y'all expect right. from, from every player, yeah. you know, and, and they, they get – you know, they get used to your voice. They get used to, you know, the high school coaches' voices and everything. And then secondly, it really allows the team to find out who their leaders are going to be. Yeah. You know, those guys that are there all the time. The, the guys that you hear when as a coach, you're standing back watching, okay, when this kid speaks, people listen. Right. Kids, other kids listen. Right. And, and you all know as well as I do, you know, yeah, you got to have good coaching, but for teams to be successful and to do special things, they mm. they they got to have an identity and they have to have good leadership. Yeah, guys that are going to lead the right way. Yeah, by example and and vocally as well. And and, and they got to have great chemistry. Yes, you know. And all uh, this all this just adds to that. I've I've, you know? I've told. I mean, every year I, I always talk to the kids about it. You know, um, yeah, it's okay. Okay, yeah, okay. You're gonna go work out at. at snap fitness and you're going to go work out at goes gym and you're going to go work out here and you're going to go work out here i said the teams that our best teams mm -hmm. with our biggest runs have always worked out together right. you know the right. kids have always worked out and they 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 make each other accountable they hold each other accountable mm -hmm. 
and and if they're not there, hey, what's wrong with you? How come you're not showing up? What's going? You better get your butt mm-hmm. over here, you know. Yep. Oh, you're working. Okay, well then tomorrow you better be here because I know you're not working tomorrow. And so whenever they start holding each other accountable, man, it just, it just, it just, it just adds to, you know, we talk about family all the time. We're always breaking it out to family. Um, that those are the, the that's what makes you grow as a family. You know, working out together, blood, sweat, tears with your teammates, yeah. man. It, it it goes a long way, and especially in the crucial situations um, of the season, it, it really does. Yeah, uh, all those cliches that we all heard from whenever we were little bitty, they really, they don't they don't ever get irrelevant. Well, you know? cl- cliches are cliche for a reason. For a reason, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, they're usually pretty accurate there. So. I mean, if if you're gonna have a successful team, you got to have that one guy that can get up in front of the team, there behind the end zone, and 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 get them fired up and and for him to have that guy right there next to him to kind of interject that energy like you know like to bring it all around right you know put a bow on it like yeah. when they and yell like it's judgment day right you know <laughs> <laughs> you know oh so, man you know you got to have that chemistry yeah. that was chemistry that was brotherhood right there so you know. if, you, if you say so <laughs> if you I say mean, so i told you you're welcome I, to interject and I, stop me at I, any I, point. I don't i don't think dwight quite quite meant it like that <laughs> I think he was kind of making fun of me a little bit. Absolutely not. He was a captain right there with you. Yeah. You know, so like oh, I said, yeah. the, the, he was the one wrapping the bow on the on the on the on the present. So, but and I think, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot right here, Paul. Nobody cares whether Des Bryant caught it or not. Nobody cares, <laughs> you know, whether Tom Brady's footballs are are underinflated. Mm-hmm. Did the gingerbreads men score? Against Quero. He did. He, he did. It wasn't even close. Okay, and that's not, what made me so mad. Um, some of the people that were there at that game, I ran after the umpire, I mean, uh, the referee, um, not because I was going to go tackle him. Right. Uh, but because it was such an obvious, obvious play. Right. Um, you know, and, and Joseph, honestly, he did it a lot on your on his own because we had two or three people that did not block for him at that, yeah. at that point. One of them being um, his brother. Yeah. And <laughs> um, just, you know, seeing it. And, and my point is what I told that he's sitting there going knees down, knees down at the one. And, 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 and what I told him was like, there's no way. I said, there's no way. I said, for you to make that call is not the right call. And then, and then what you're gonna do is you're gonna come in, you're gonna call us next week and say how sorry you are, but that's not gonna do anything for these boys who deserve to move forward mm-hmm. and move on, and they're not gonna get that opportunity because of that call. Yep. You know, and 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 I know he didn't see it. He just assumed, oh, you know, this is Quero. They stopped him. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, sure enough, you know, the next week we get that call. Guys, we're sorry. It was an obvious touchdown oh yeah and uh you know all we can do is apologize and 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 then there's exactly what i told them i said i told you you were gonna do it yeah i said i want you to come talk to our kids and and and, and you tell them face to face and see how that feels because it was just it was just such an obvious call i mean we it was an obvious touchdown joseph goes in there you know by a yard he's over by a it, yard it, it looked yeah. like it looked like he was numbers deep in, yeah in, in the yeah. In, over the goal line and it showed it showed you know within the film you know, we stopped it where his knees down. His knees down is one yard in the end zone. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, it it was heartbreaking for those kids because oh, we know. knew that they belonged. You know, in the next round, yeah. playing uh, 
Wimberley. Wimberley. You know, we we yep. we knew that we we they belonged there, but you know that those things happened. But I tell you what, though, as as heartbreaking as that was, um, I think that 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 burn, that that feeling, uh, really really helped for the next year. And oh, making absolutely. that big run. Absolutely. And making that big run. I mean, yeah. it lit a fire and all the kids that were returning and, and they made it, they made it known that, you know, when this happens again, it, we're not even going to make it close. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those things happen. Right. Teachable hey. moments, learning hey. moments. Jimbo. Yes, sir. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready to put, put the chief on the spot? I am. <laughs> Well, I'm not really going to put him on the spot, but <laughs> I've got the, the same question I asked you in episode one. Uh-huh. I'm going to ask the chief. And, chief, what is one of the best things? It doesn't have to do with school or anything else, mm-hmm. but what is one of the best things you've seen over the last, say, week and a half, two weeks? I'm going to tell you something. I'll, you I'll even let you go all summer, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I – <laughs> And if you, you know, say Joseph in a swimsuit, no, I'm – No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what? Um, you're not? <laughs> no. Oh. No. I, I, you know, Joseph wears those – yeah, we'll leave it there. Tight yeah. speedos, speedos. Yeah. You know, when he doesn't need to be wearing that kind no. of stuff. You know, no, no, no. Just, nobody it, wants. It to takes that. a special man to wear a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you know, the one thing that just uh, gets me, man, and, and and I've I've never, you know, there's some times where I have not been a fan of this guy. Um, uh, I'm I'm really really happy for Chris Paul. I'm really happy where he's at now yep. and with the team that he's at. You know, he 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 wasn't the type of guy that that uh, was able to go into a super team. They didn't allow him. I know he had a chance to go play right. with uh, was it oh, Kobe or Durant yeah, or one of those moving to the like Lakers. Back yeah, the and they yeah. they didn't allow it. And mm-hmm. and so you know he's he and for him to you know to stick with it and now he's. I mean, he's the glue to that team. Oh yeah. You know, and then what he did last night, um, I'm just I'm happy for the guy because he's he's been here, he's been playing for what, sixteen, seventeen years, and, and he finally gets an opportunity to go play in the finals and he's making the most of it. And I know it's game one and, and the Suns may I mean uh, they may not win it. Right. But man, I just it's it, it, it makes you it it makes you feel good to see what he's done in the playoffs so far and how he's taken that team and how that team kind of just revolves around him. He's not the most, you know, he's not the talent most, he's not the best player on the team. No. But, you know, Booker and all those guys, they're looking at him for guidance. And, and I mean, it's, I'm just, I'm really happy for the guy. It's one of those things where he's, he's done his, his time and, and, and he's put his work in and he finally gets an opportunity to go play in the biggest stage. Um, and I'm just I, – I, that's, that's a great feeling story, man. That, that's what yeah. I like. Well, I think this goes back to what y'all were talking about a while ago. You, you listen – I watched some of the broadcasts last night, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how DeAndre Ayton, young player, how he said Chris Paul made a huge difference when he showed up at Phoenix. Right. And mm-hmm. Chris Paul was – I mean, he was he was tough on him. He was encouraging. He did all those things, but he was that guy. Yeah. He was that leader that got after him and said, hey, you can be so much better. Yeah. And that, yes. that young man's game has just – turned around oh, 180 yeah. degrees definitely yep. you know so uh, i'm with you I, i'm never i mean like chris paul killed the well, spurs, the spurs yeah, you know he, he well, just killed the spurs, spurs guy you know, and you know it hurt me yeah, it hurt it did. me it did right. but, but you always have to respect he's undersized yes. he's playing in a league where he's undersized mm-hmm. and i think some stuff's come out on like twitter lately 
he played JV basketball yeah. when he was in high school. And you know, we have so many kids now that just they don't want to play on the JV. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I oh yeah, put me on varsity and, I, and yeah. I'm okay playing three minutes and, or four and, minutes. And they said that Chris Paul's family said. We'd rather him be on the JV and be a leader of that team mm-hmm. than be a role player on the varsity of sophomore year, right? Or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you know, there there's some points there I think that are that hit home that apply to what we just talked about. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, cool. man. Definitely. Yep. No, that's that's very true. I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, I I don't follow it as closely, whatever else, but I have kind of tuned in a little bit and kind of watched that just because I thought it was interesting. Yeah. You know, because he's here at the at the at the end of his career. Yeah. And not only is he leading the team, but man, the dude's putting up some numbers too. Yeah. I mean, well, it is. It is the 2020 <laughs> NBA where you know yeah. you look at someone cross-eyed right. and you get three fouls. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, you, they they were talking about it last night. You know, um, I believe it was over 30 or was it over 36? What was it? Um, they they had the three guys that have that have scored over 30 points that were over 36, over 36 years old, years years old. Yeah. and you know. Kareem, um, Tim Duncan, and Chris Paul—pretty good company, right? You know, so I mean, that's just—it shows a lot. You know, he's making his time. You know, his his moment. I, I, you know, he's he's doing everything he can to 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 to, to yeah. make it make yep. it last. You know, and Paul, I'm gonna throw two two scenarios at you here. <laughs> okay, all right, and I want you to, you know, would you rather? choose and then explain you know why you would choose that and and don't worry paul you cannot do worse than i did last week <laughs> yes yeah. would you rather be the head coach of a school like alabama you know clemson somewhere mm-hmm. like that or would you rather host your own fishing show <laughs> as a captain of your own boat at a place of your choosing, whether it be like, you know, uh, your favorite river or your, a river that you have on your bucket list to go or, yeah. or, or out in the ocean or whatever, what would you rather, yeah. if you had to choose, Yeah. would you rather be a host of your own fishing show, uh-huh. your own boat, your right. own place, or would you rather be a head football coach at a, at a five-star blue chip school? Right. That's actually a really good question, Joseph, because those, those are two of my, two two of my loves. You would um, think you would think I know you. I love. I I definitely love to coach, and uh, but when I'm not coaching, um, I'm I'm most at peace fishing, um, just out on the water. Period. So, um, I guess I'm gonna take the easy way out of this, and uh, I'm gonna say since it's the summertime. <laughs> I'm going to take the fishing. Yeah. If it was in season, I probably would take the coaching. But I'm going to take the fishing for today. And, and tell us why. Well, um, you know, um, my dad didn't like to fish. You know, he he would take me to the lake, and he would be doing the barbecuing. Mm-hmm. And, he would, and I would go out there and figure fishing out on my own because he didn't know about it. He didn't like it. He knew that I did. And so a lot of that stuff I just learned on my own, you know, mm-hmm. techniques that that aren't probably good techniques. And I just did them <laughs> because I didn't know any better. Uh, but it's it's just it's you know, it's it's been that's so, so relaxing for me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and 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 anytime I'm stressed out, um, any anytime, you know, I've, I've had to deal with some type of adversity, just going out there in the water and, and, and just kind of enjoying the, the scenery and and. 
and and just that time to yourself where, oh, yeah. where you're just it's just very peaceful and 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 having being able to do that you know having your own fishing show and 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 maybe taking my boys out mm-hmm. uh for for a, a show would would be something that i know that they never forget yeah and so um you can yeah. have me be a guest on, on your show yeah I, I maybe have, throw you off the boat i have one suggestion though <laughs> if you do that be your own captain and drive your own boat right Do not hire brian Bindley to I'm drive not, the boat. i'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna so hire. We, we know that doesn't end well. No, no, we're gonna run into something pretty hard uh, and pretty fast, you know. So, <laughs> but no, oh, man. you know, yeah, that's it's. But it's. I mean, that's 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 my peace, man. Um, right. That's I'm at peace there, and and uh, I try to get away when I can. I mean, it doesn't matter where I'm at. I mean, it could be a. Uh, it could be raining in divine and there's a puddle out there and, and I pretend there's fish and I'm out there fishing, you know, <laughs> or like when the Chicon Creek yeah. up too high yeah. over there by yeah. super else. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it doesn't matter where I'm at. If yeah. I'm by water and, and, and I got a pole and then I got a line in the water, man, I'm, I'm at happy. I'm happy and I'm at peace. So, right. Uh, no, I, I figured giving you those two scenarios, you'd, <laughs> it'd kind of make you sweat a little bit because both of them are tough. Yeah, but, I, but, uh, I had a different two scenarios. Mine was going to be, <laughs> would you rather take your shoes to the game or <laughs> borrow a teammate's shoes for the game? But wow. I, I'm not going to go yeah. there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've thrown you under the bus way too many times with that story. Right? Um, oh, man. and That's a tough one, Jimbo. <laughs> to, to, to close the show, you know, I'd, I'd like to say, you know, thank you for – for accepting our invitation yeah. you know we're always you know glad to have you here it was a lot of fun and, man and uh and i think it, you know to have a first guest i yeah. don't you know around here i don't think i don't think you can ask for somebody that has a more interesting you know background in terms of of how you got where you were to you know where you're at now right you know well and, especially after troy turned us down so, yeah, yeah you know uh, we were gonna say that. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. We're still going. We're still on. Uh, we're still on here. But can you please let everybody know? Yeah. Is it true that Coach Flores gave you the nickname Chief because he said that your face looked like the guy that was on the front of the Big Chief tablet? No, that's that not true. Not that that true. is just urban legend. That's that ur- is not urban true. legend. Okay. Coach Flo, Coach Flores gave me that name uh-huh. because he said I looked. Like uh, the guy that came out on one flew over the cookies nest that they call Chief, and uh, even better, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and so he he said, man, you look you look just like that guy. They call him Chief. You know, he doesn't talk. You know, obviously that one flew the thing in Salem Asylum. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's a good thing. Coach Flo's time. You know what? We'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Coach Flo came up with some pretty oh, good nicknames. Yeah. I know. He had some zingers. You know, yeah. And, and uh, so, you know, and he also brought up the – once he called me Chief, you know, and then he started bringing up the whole Chief Lau. Yes. Um, kind of add, adding to, to the story yeah. some. So, uh, But that's why. That's why he called me that. You know, that was his story. He said that that's who I look like. And, you know, I actually, I actually looked at that movie. I watched that movie just to see if I actually looked like that guy. You know, it was funny. Well, well, well and what's the verdict? I, 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 I'm, I, I look a little bit like that guy. You know, he he was right. Yeah. At was, that time, he was on point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Coach Flores usually was, like when he told you put ice on. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, tape an aspirin to it. You know, that works. Yeah, pick up, pick up some weights. 
Uh, you know, we were going to do a wrap up and discuss oh, no, discuss no. next week. No, we're, we're, we're off we're right off the there. rails here. I, I think we'll leave it there. <laughs> Chief, <laughs> one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Paul, oh, we appreciate you stopping man, by. It, man, it, it, I yeah. appreciate you guys asking me, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and stick around, man. We're gonna throw. We've got some ribs in yeah. the oven there. Yeah. Well, I maybe you know Joseph might let me have one because I know how he is. You know, yeah. he, he normally takes a whole rack to himself. Yeah. Well, we'll I mean, I've seen him eat a lot of food yeah. that I never. I, I know I couldn't eat. So. Of course, I was planning on a forty-five minute podcast here, and we're over an hour, <laughs> so there's no telling what they're gonna look like there. What did you expect? You know, <laughs> yeah. with I'm, us I'm, three, man. I'm, I mean, we. We could have easily made this two hours. Oh, yeah. Easily. Simple. Easily. Yeah. No, but, man, we appreciate you stopping by. Best of luck to Thank you, you man. Uh, this appreciate year. Yeah. Uh, I know, what, three weeks away? Yeah, pretty it's, much it's from here. Getting it all started. And yeah, next week, what, two weeks, we go to coaching school, and then that's pretty much whenever you tell yourself as a coach you start the season. So yeah. mm-hmm. we're already there. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. No, no doubt. Uh, hey, y'all are going to do good. I'm and looking I, and forward to it. I'm glad that, you know, that you that you guys are going to be able to work some of the games, man. Yeah, you know that yeah. UIL allowed you guys to do that, and and you know you y'all have helped out so many grandpas and grandmas and aunts and uncles that wouldn't never be able to make that game, and for the UIL to 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 allow um, them to be able to watch their their nephews or their grandkids, mm-hmm. man, yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it, awesome. It, and y'all, you guys do a great job, Jim. Well, I appreciate you that, and, buddy. You and Gary and all, that whole uh, crew, man. It's just it, it's crazy. I was looking at some of the stats. And we averaged like over three thousand views per football game last wow. year That's for the for the eleven games we did. And the one game that we did audio only, we had twenty nine hundred views yeah. uh, on crazy. YouTube. So twenty nine hundred people listened. So it was really cool. But what's really you go and you look at some of the stats, and yeah. it's not just the United States. There were people listening in Korea. There were people listening in Germany. There were people listening all over. And, and I think what happened is you know you get people that are in the military here right. or there mm-hmm. and you know you get grandparents and, and whatever and it was just I mean there were like five or six different countries that people listened in. Yeah. That, was, that was really that, cool. That is awesome. So yeah. That's cool. just it it is awesome. Support the war horses yeah. like that. That's just that's so. that's a great thing. It's, I'm, you know there's there's so many people that you know that I know that whenever I'm with you guys there you know you, you have random people just come up and thank you for what you yeah. what you're what you're doing and and I know whenever we were doing the, some of the basketball games, people would come up and appreciate this. You know, you, you're you guys. I got people in West Texas watching. You know, yeah. or yeah. East Texas, and they're watching. You know, my son or my daughter play, and it's just, you know, it's a good thing. Yeah. It really yeah. is. And it was it was great. We appreciated all that you got to yeah. do with basketball. It was a lot of fun. And even though we made you go solo a couple of times, <laughs> which is a little, a little bit tough. Yeah, but but yeah. it was fun. I mean, it, it, I enjoyed it, and and you know. For like I said, for to to, to give that you know because I'm I'm pretty sure you know we're we're all headed that way yeah. you know and yeah. ready to do it again. It's gonna be a time you know. Yep. I can't even look at Paul right now. <laughs> Not laughing. <laughs> I think we should watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Maybe that'll be the the name of this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, so. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that's Joseph it. is tapping out, ladies and gentlemen. That, that is a good segue. <laughs> yes. So uh, again, Chief, thanks for joining us, buddy. For all right, man, Paul Appreciate Gomez it. and Joseph Sadler. I'm Jim Sessions, and this has. Can been, you stop laughing already? God damn. <laughs> this has been Talking Shop, the Jim hey. and Joe Show. See you next week. Yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. Hopefully, we'll have as much fun next week. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys had a little fun tonight as well. Uh, we'll talk to you all on the flip side, and that's going to be it for tonight. Good night, everyone. Later.